0: Hello, and welcome to We Will Fix You, where we have an election night special. Only kidding. We neither hate ourselves nor you enough to do that. Joining us, uh, joining us this evening, and reassuringly unelected, myself, Roger Hart, like an exorcist, but for sneezing, and Mr Dave Convery, a mole Krampus. Good evening. We will be fixing a uh, question about a moral quandary. I'll read it in a minute. And should you have a moral quandary, you can send it to us at wewillfixyoushow at gmail.com or or online, a little web form with a a little box and it's at the right-hand side of the page and it's at hauntedphonograph.com. I'm sure you'll find it. Dear We Will Fix You, I have the weirdest moral quandary. There is a woman in Florida who regularly mistypes her email address, giving my Gmail out to businesses and family. Over the years I've tried to untie this thread as Missy, for that is her name, family participates in sending group emails of racist jokes, Missy signs her children up to summer camp, Missy gets a gun license. I even got in touch with Gmail once, just to make sure there was no way this was a bug. And she really did have the same Gmail. But no, I'm fairly confident I could do some serious identity fraud if I so chose, in my Judgy way, I feel I've gotten to know Missy over the years, and I do not like her. Now her sister has sent her, me, a restaurant gift card for today is Missy's birthday. I've told these people in the past that the email address is wrong, so if they insist on using it, does that mean some part of them really wants me to have the gift card? Mr Convery.
1: I have a theory. There is no way that they don't know this is happening. You've told them before. Therefore, logic dictates that not only do they want you to have that gift card, they want to fatten you up to better stock the larder of their cannibal family. In the 2019 version of a Gothic novel, rather than a crippled aunt in the attic mouthing horrible raspy noises as she tries to reveal the horrifying secret of who slipped to that near fatal dose of arsenic on that beautiful summer day, they have you, an internet stranger, that they will definitely kidnap and definitely eat. You are the dark secret that binds them together. Now, I'm not saying that the exact family from the hills have eyes uh, trying to feed you up on mid-range restaurant food. I mean, have you seen the calorie counts on some of those menus? They are definitely thinking human foie gras. But also I am definitely saying that's what's happening here. So. Of course, it starts with just one or two innocent mistakes to lull you into a sense of uh, superiority. They know that silly folk need to feel smart before they start making mistakes. I'm guessing from the mentions of summer camp and and the guns that you're in America. So I'm gonna try and frame this as a range of instructional exercises, specifically geared towards your culture, uh, that will help you avoid being sent to that big old pantry in the desert. Let's begin. Keep a pen and paper handy. Scenario number one, you're in Olive Garden. You've got yet another Windfall gift card to spend, but it's hard to concentrate because your server has one eye that is much, much bigger than the other. And there's a funny smell coming off the breadsticks and that family at the booth over from you have been hiding behind their menus and giggling and making suspiciously wet noises for a while now. Do you, A, eat the breadsticks. It's Olive Garden. You came here to fill up on breadsticks. That's why people go to Olive Garden. B. Politely ask for a new server, knowing that you're going to come across as at best insensitive and at worst downright evil. C. Scream and pull the menus down, revealing the shocked and horrified faces of the family from The Hills Have Eyes. Contact the authorities, being sure to mention all the cannibalism, evidence they've been in Olive Garden for half an hour and not eaten any breadsticks. Write down your answer now, you're going to need to keep track of these. Scenario two. You're in popular faux Australian burger shithole Outback Steakhouse. Somehow, Missy had another birthday. You could have sworn it was only two weeks since the last one, but what the hell? It's her loss if her stupid family, who are the family from the hills have eyes, can't get her email address right. It's time for some affordable steak, motherfuckers. Do you? a walk up to the front desk loudly declare that you have a gift card and reassure the maitre d i'm sure they have a maitre d that you did not come by this by malfeasance and then go directly to your table without taking time to check to see if any of the other diners are the cannibal family from the hills have eyes b Check for the cannibal family from The Hills Have Eyes, but when you spot them, ravenous and slavering, just make that sort of two-fingered, I'm watching you gesture, and then proceed to eat an oversized steak. C, resist the call of the Bloomin' Onion, and have a meal at home that night, save from the knowledge that no one in your house is the cannibal family from The Hills Have Eyes. Scenario three. The Daddy. The gift card arrives. It's for the Cheesecake Factory. It's the American dream. Short of drinking raw cooking oil, there is no cheaper calorie available. It's a big voucher, too. Enough for three courses. Do you... A. Run. Run all the way to the Cheesecake Factory. Scream, I am the king of dessert, at the frightened staff, as you barge past them to claim your table. Claim your prize. You're the winner here. B. As per A, but you also yell... Better not be any fucking cannibals all up in this place while I'm eating my cheesecake. C. Consider that mankind was not meant to know how the fuck a salad for one can contain 4,000 calories. Stay home. Eat food instead. So hopefully you've been keeping a, a, a track of your answers. Now let's let's see how you've done. If you got mostly A's, then I am sorry to say that you have been captured by the weird family from the hills have eyes, and they are 100% going to eat the living hell out of you. Dang. Mostly B. You might escape the weird family from The Hills Have Eyes once or twice this way, but sooner or later they're going to get impatient or frankly offended at you pointing out their deformities and questioning their lifestyle choices in public, you absolute dick. I'm afraid it's eating for you, but you might get a couple more free trips to Cracker Barrel before the end. Mostly C. Congratulations! You've escaped the attentions of the horrifying cannibal family from The Hills Have Eyes. You get to go about your business, mostly uneaten. Judging
0: from your question, I'm also going to make an assumption. Not the American thing, we taking that as red. Um, I'm going to make the, I think, not very tendentious assumption that Missy from Florida, which, incidentally, sounds like the title of one of that spate of 90s, noughties, fake amateur it's my first time, pornos, um, that she is a, a massive fucking Republican asshole, as such, And given I'm answering this on a day when my own country goes to the polls to elect a fascist garbage clown because he promised to show Johnny Foreigner what's what, I'm minded to help you parlay this situation into the best combination we can manage of moral benefit and upsetting a dickhead. It's really all we can do at this point. So we have three core objectives for this fix. Do some good in the world. Upset Missy at least a little bit ideally do all of these things in a way that gets her to stop using your fucking email address. Now, I'm not super fluent in American politics, but it feels like the best way to do some good at the expense of uh, racist, joke-telling, gun-toting Floridian would be to find a way to donate the money in her name to, say, the Elizabeth Warren campaign or the ACLU. The problem is that Civil rights campaigners and borderline charismatic crusaders for what remains of the American left are probably good for bland dinners and what I'm, what I'm going to assume is a chain pasta shop or a mediocre steakhouse in a strip mall. It doesn't really seem to me like a super Warren scene. I mean, you could buy a civil rights lawyer or an anti-racism campaigner dinner, I, I guess? But, you know, we're all about making the big splash here at We Will Fix You. So how can we parlay that chewy steak or clammy carbonara into some big bucks? The quickest thing to do, obviously, is to sell the card gift card below face value. If it's for, say, $50, you might get 30 for it on eBay. But can we shoot bigger? Right now, on eBay, I looked. You can find a listing for a ghost trapped in a jar for $5000. Much better. There's also all sorts of other crap for credulous ninnies, alien bones, religious relics, you get the idea. But little beats the pure unverifiable genius of a ghost in a jar. A proposition that cannot be falsified or attacked, wrapped up as a thing that probably costs you a quid plus postage and packaging. It's amazing. These days a gift card is basically a string of numbers, especially if you've got it via email but that doesn't mean you can't get in on donating those sweet ghost jar dollars to social justice. Mm. So here's a few ideas for how you could you could go about this and I'm not suggesting you necessarily do any one of these you can pick what works for you but this this is the vibe we're going for, which is to say list on eBay with a weird unfalsifiable backstory right. So, you could, for example, write out the numbers on a scrap of paper with your scritchiest, most deranged penmanship, pop it in an envelope, wax sealed if you can be fucked, and list it as the last cryptic message from a mad old uncle who died alone in some tawdry, derivative, badly written version of the Winchester Mystery House, suffocated under a pile of flyers for whatever fucking restaurant it is. I mean, that's gotta be worth more than a steak, right? A couple hundred dollars? I don't fucking know, like, how good a writer are you? We'll see. Second option. List it as the first clue in a treasure trail that will lead you to, I dunno, something sexy like a weird tech job or a lost bitcoin wallet. You, you, the story here is that you, you receive this anonymously by email as part of a puzzle that is like not even slightly a 100% percent ripoff of that nautilus episode of Person of Interest. Um, the first instruction was of course to go to the restaurant, order some random-ass cryptic set of side dishes and pay with this specific code. But of course, you will say in your eBay listing, you are far too scared to use it. This seems sinister, but someone else might want to, as it is a pathway to intrigue and possible riches. Let's say that's worth a grand. I don't know, like getting getting a little bit more tired, some kind of chain letter scenario. Maybe you were sent this voucher code by someone from your church or a church. Like, go prosperity gospel here. Those fuckers will believe it anything. Um, Basically, the shtick here is that that, that this thing arrives, chain letter style, with a promise that whoever uses it and pays it forward will receive great wealth and, I don't know, maybe entry into the kingdom of heaven or however this bollocks works. Um, Naturally, you don't believe in this stuff, you will say in in your listing, specific denominations, lack of faith, I don't really care how you play it. But tragically, you can never therefore use this, but maybe someone else might, maybe, you know, someone who has already welcomed money Jesus into their heart. Um, so, you know, they might want to buy that opportunity off you for the low sum of, let's say, $3,000. Bit cheaper, but more likely to sell. Claim it gives you access to a secret menu or a weird loyalty program. It's easier to disprove, but more likely to go viral. So if you've got anything you're selling on eBay at the moment, it might get you some click-throughs. Similarly, in that vein, this is kind of my favourite, but it's also the fraudiest. Sell several of them. A couple of ways you could do this. Let's say it's a $50 thing and you sell 100 of them for $5 a pop, but you make it explicit that it's a race. People are buying an experience. Anyone can buy them all at once. The first person you deliver them at the same time, first person to claim it gets 45 dollars worth of free whatever everyone else loses out it's i mean it's basically gambling but you know so is investing on the stock market and america believes that's a religion slightly slightly less uh, less exciting you could claim that you uh you listed and you would lost the final digit so people can buy an infinite number of these if they're willing to take a guess at what the final digit would be and they're kind of you know buying a punt at working that out all sorts of fun things you could do to parlay a whatever the fuck it is, for whatever, strip more leisurely into a bit more cash. And once you've done this and got your money, you just make a donation to the appropriate cause in Missy's name and let the automated thank you email do its work. A bevy of fixes, or possibly a bucket, a ball, a squall, a swarm. I'm going to have to go and look that up, collective nouns are a motherfucker. As I'm sure are your problems, so why not write to us with them? Why not not write to them with a positive clutch of them? God damn it. Anyway, send us your problems to wewillfixyoushow at gmail.com or on the web form at hauntedphonograph.com. We might even answer.